Hello there and welcome to Talking About Risks with me, Sunny Gopal. This is an audio extract from a video on my YouTube channel. And of course, if you prefer to watch the video, head on over to that channel, which is redrisks.com, all one word, R-E-D-R-I-S-K-S, and hit that subscribe and the notification bells. I promise you, there's no junk, it's all educational. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome. This is one of the favourite books in my collection. It's by the late, great um, Trevor Kletz and it's titled Still Going Wrong. It's actually a sequel to his classic book, What Went Wrong. I, I like this book and I refer back to it quite often, especially when I'm looking at accident and incident investigation. But I'm sad to report that things are still going wrong. But why? I like to think of it in terms of four C's based upon my experience and also being involved with incident investigations. I'd like to share these with you and perhaps get some thoughts from yourself as well. So the first of those four C's is to do with competency. Competency is always a tricky subject to sort of cover because what I might see as someone being competent, you might see them as being, well, not so competent. Looking back, I remember a client once saying to me when we talked about competency, training, awareness, and training needs analysis, the comment that this client actually made, I thought was quite poignant. And um, he said that he sees competency as someone who's the right person for the right job. Now, you can slice and dice that in any way you want, but I think it's not a bad summary in terms of competency. You have to find the right person for the right job because otherwise there's obviously a potential for risk exposure and also probably not following procedures, whatever. You may, oh, you may even point it down to habits and behaviors, but let's just frame it under the C for competency. So the next C is related to controls. You're probably all very familiar with the hierarchy of controls and how it goes from uh, eliminating the, the, the hazard or the risk where you have basically no chance of that risk exposure right the way down through a chain which goes in terms of priority less as an opportunity for reducing the risk. You go from elimination through to substitution, engineering controls, administrative controls and PPE. When you look at the hierarchy of controls and you say well things are still going wrong The further down you go in terms of priority of selection, the greater the chances there are of something going wrong. So the the third one is to do with changes. As they say, change is inevitable. And I would like to think of changes in terms of four areas, which I, well, for want of uh, lesser words, think of them as the safety continuum. And that is the design, the engineering, the procedures and the people aspect. There are changes in all of those particular facets, if you like, or buckets or silos or whatever you want to call them. But as the changes happen, if they become uncontrolled or unmanaged, there is a potential for something to go wrong. So get a grip on those changes within those four facets and you are are likely to be more successful in terms of managing safety performance. So the, so the next C is to do with complacency and not an easy area to cover because 
there are many organizations that say we're very we're very aware of what's going on we're not complacent but i'm not talking complacency in terms of organizations i'm talking complacency in terms of particular people what my uh, attitude towards safety may not be the same as someone else's because we may have different approaches in terms of our risk appetite I might be very risk averse, that individual might be more towards risk acceptability. And so maybe more of a, a gambling type of a person. But does that lead to complacency? In, in many ways it can, because the more familiar with, you are with a task in terms of repetition, the more likelihood there is of you becoming a bit more complacent in terms of doing that particular task. And there's the potential for human error, as Trevor Kletz often points out in his book, where human error has played a significant part towards something going wrong. So that was just a quick overview in terms of the four C's that I think are key contributors towards something going wrong. Now, it doesn't mean that they're the only ones, but over my years of experience, I found that whatever I'm investigating from a root cause analysis perspective, it always draws back to one of the four C's. It could be either one, two, three, or all four of them. And you may want to look internally within your organization and say, well, let's go and revisit some of these um, incidents, accidents, near misses, and see what exactly happened. Can we pin it down to one of the four C's? Uh, maybe we can put together some sort of a corrective action plan to address that. Taking that sort of sniper approach will give you an opportunity to certainly improve safety performance and potentially stop things from going wrong in the future. I hope this helps. Thanks for listening. Listen, thanks for stopping by and uh, watching this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Please feel free to subscribe. In fact, I'd be very grateful if you subscribe. Uh, it's just YouTube and the channel name is Red Risks. Now, have a wander over to the website, which is www.redrisks.com. Lots of good stuff on there, interviews with some great people, and we sort of pigeonhole it into specific categories. And last but not least is we have an app, and the app is a great way for us to keep in touch with each other where I can notify you instantly of things as they develop. That you can also download from the website, or we've provided links to the Apple Store and the Google Store for you to download the platform that best works for you. Thanks for stopping by again, and hope to see you in the next segment.